When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the smell that wakes you up first. The damp, mossy mixture of dirt and grime that alerts your senses to that your face becoming damp with whatever is laying across on the floor. Your mouth completely dry, smacking as there's no moisture in there whatsoever. And the very tiniest of a headache migraine just kind of piercing your left eye as you start to wake up inside of a stone and metal barred cell. And you wake up alone inside your cell. Literal four by four cell. Oh, that means that I'm really curled up. Yeah. The bed is not particularly comfortable. I'm probably lying on the floor then. Mm-hmm. You can see inside there is one small straw cot, a bucket, a small goblet of water made of wood, and there's a window probably just above a hair of six feet from the floor that has light twinkling through. Seems as if it's dawn or dusk. It's unsure. It's just at that golden hour twilight. Is this the first time I've woken up this way? Or is this another day that I've woken up this way? This will be probably the third day you've woken up like this. The headache has progressively gotten better over time. The weird thing about it is, is that outside your cell you can't really hear anything. You can see what looks like guards have come marching up and down with other, what would say, people, creatures. I think at one point maybe you saw a monster or two getting dragged along there, but no noise while inside your cell. You've also been kind of picking at your left shoulder. Something's been irritating you for some reason, and you have no reason why. It just really, really hurts like something's scabbing over. What are we wearing? Uh, clothes-wise, you're wearing probably, I'd say, cotton pants and a shirt, depending on how you were dressed when they found you. 
if you're the kind of person who wears a top and a bottom, then that's what you've been given. If you only wear a bottom or just a top, then that's all you're given. Can we see any other people from ourselves besides the people outside? Yes. Go ahead and give me a perception to take a look. Wow. First roll of the game. Oh, it was almost a natural 20. Um, my perception, that's an 11. Like I've said, you've seen a couple of people here and there that get dragged off by the guards, typically in some chain gang kind of way. They have like big thick collars around their necks and chains across their hands and legs getting shuffled across. You can see there's nobody in the cell in front of you, Giddy, but there is a uh, couple people that you can peer down the hall a bit. You can see what looks like to be a merman, maybe. They have scaly skin that looks constantly moist and wet, so maybe it probably wouldn't be a dragon. Or, and I think you've probably seen a human or two. For the third day in a row, I'm going to call out to them. Hello? Hello? Today is the, it's a new day. Hello? Again, completely silent. Hold oh, okay. Giddy, why don't you explain yourself and how you look? Well, uh, my name is Giddy Cantor. I am a seven and a half foot tall satyr. I have a lot of braids down my back and I have a lot of braids in my beard. Like you said before, I am wearing the cotton shirt and cotton pants. Um, and this cell is too short for me, so I am hunched over. Um, I don't think that I have any of my gear on me. I don't have my belt. I don't have Marceline. I don't have my mace. Marceline's my warhammer. Mm-hmm. I have a, a really beautiful green eyes, and usually I have flowers in my beard, but I've just been picking the moss off of the floor and putting it in my beard. Well, again, towards the middle, I guess, in time for you, since time has never really felt like a factor... You believe it to be the third day, as it's the third time you've fallen asleep and woken up, as the light outside has never changed once since you've been here. And midway through that third day, suddenly, the door opens. My door? It just swings out, and a rush of air comes in, and you can now start to hear the sounds of wherever you are in there. Other doors opening... Small chatter. I peek my head out the door. Outside the door, you can see several humanoids. A couple dragonborn, a few elves, humans, a tiefling, one turtle. The fishman? The fishman, yes. And uh, a couple of kobolds who constantly look like they're fighting with each other. Anything you'd like to do? I guess I'm going to... I've been trying to talk to this fishman for three days, so I'm gonna go try and talk to him, I believe. I'm gonna go try and talk to the fishman. Okay. As you go to walk towards the fishman, the fishman will kind of side-eye everybody around. He turns his back to you. He doesn't acknowledge you're coming towards him. Hello? Could you not hear me? I was talking to you the whole time. I just, I've seen a lot of you before, and I just, you look really familiar, and I thought maybe I'd met you before, but it's very possible that you have not met me, 
Are you? Is that through? You been? Wait, is that is that me? You've been yelling at down the hallway this whole time? No, it was this person right here. Oh, don't but bother I with that talk guy. To you instead. What? This one? Yeah, no, that that guy, the fish guy. He's a fucking dick. He doesn't say shit to anyone. Oh, well, so I'm sorry about your dick. Hi. Fish guy. I'll talk to you instead if that's if you would like. You sound like you want to talk to me. Hi, hello, I'm Gilly. You're you're not calling me fish man, are you? No, I'm talking to this. No, I'm not talking to this guy, the dick guy. And I'm talking <laughs> to you now, unless you're a dick. Nah, I'm living my best life in here. It's damp and stinky, just the way like home was. It is a little stinky. It's great. Everybody's complaining. What's there to complain about? Well, the fact that there's not a lot of room to stand up, um, and that it there's no fresh flowers, and there's no there's like not anything to do, and nobody talks to me. Mm. I miss the ocean, and like the other people. <laughs> That's it. Okay, but why are all of our doors open? Hold on. Um, I look. I I look around. Like, it, like, are we? Can we walk out of this place? Like, what's the deal here? What are we looking at? Well, you are looking inside of a stone hallway. It is again pretty grimy. Several cells, at least by your count, could be roughly about twenty, twenty-five. And at the far end of the hall, you can see what looks like two guards, guards that you have seen coming back and forth, who are completely covered in silver armor. They have helmets on, so you can't see their faces. And it looks like they're coming up in a, I guess, somewhat professional manner and go, move. Down the hall, move. <laughs> now, <laughs> listen, we're all cut from the same cloth here. We all know what, this, what the situation is going on here. We can use we can use pleases and thank yous, I think, if we're going to get people moving all around here. You got quite some budget here with that fancy shiny armors over there. Final warning, move. Jeez. Well, what what is, what do we get when we get there? If you say our lives, that's enough. Well, let me see. You're, uh, I, they rolled a 17. <laughs> What's your AC? My AC is 13 currently because I'm not wearing anything. Wait, wait. I'm not wearing anything, so lower than that. Uh, 11, I believe. Or 12. One of them, yeah. One of them sucker punches you right in the solar plexus. Hey, whoa now. <laughs> Take it easy there, friends. I, I cough up a little bit of moss. <laughs> the other one has put their hand to their sword now, and they say again, move. Alright. Alright. We're moving. Jeez. So what's it like being a guard here? Like you've never talked to us before, and now you're talking to us, and so I was wondering, like, perhaps you tell us anything else. What about you? How's your life? What's it like here? You punch really hard. That was really cool. Mm, okay. One of the guards will say, I mean, it's it's okay. Uh, uh, it, it's, I mean, being a guard is better than being a prisoner. And then the other guy's going to slap him and go, dude, shut up. You're not allowed to talk to the prisoners. You know that you don't have to do either of those. You could do other stuff. There's more stuff to do than prisoner or guard. Get going. And they'll be leading you forward towards uh, a a very large courtyard where you'll see 
is roughly about 100, 120 other prisoners here, all in this courtyard. Seems to be like a weightlifting set there, some kinds of games playing with balls, uh, like Foursquare, Tetherball. I think they're trying to have, they have some haphazard way of playing European football. It's just like a regular prison yard. Mm hmm. And you can see people from all walks of life there. I don't. I think you could practically see almost every race you'd ever could think of or ever heard of. Giddy is just like they, their feet is dancing. They're not really sure if they're supposed to leave this line, so they're kind of just like potty dancing and they're like looking around really frantically because, it. because there's Chill a lot out. of stuff. Do, do you see? Do you see over there? That's that's the tallest cobalt I've ever seen. That's fine. There's cobalts coming all shapes and sizes. Everybody comes all shapes. <laughs> oh my sizes. goodness, that's a tabaxi! Uh, hello? Shane, what have you been doing during this whole time? Who's Shane? Huh? Who, the, who the fuck is that? Our newest player. Oh my god, our new player? Shane Regan? So this is our first time out in the, in the three days? Yes. Uh... So I followed along to the outside and I am going to just look around and kind of see uh, who looks kind of like the leader of who looks like, a you know, the I, w- I don't want to say gang, but uh, the, the, the people who look like they kind of run the outside there. Uh, yes, actually, um, go ahead. Give me a perception or investigation, whichever you think would work better for you. My first role of this series is a one. Oh, yeah, that's good luck. Mm. Um, so I don't, I don't see shit. Yeah, uh, it, it seems very chaotic. You can't seem to tell who is in charge of gangs, where there is quite a bit of people just kind of milling around or playing games. There's also points where you can see, like, people have formed cliques, possibly based off race, possibly off of knowing each other. And at one point, I think, also while you're out there, you can see a group that is stomping a hole into another uh, creature. It looks like a kobold. And your head starts to hurt, and you suddenly flash back to back when you were outside of this tavern where it was really loud. So many drunk people are going around, and you're there with these two other young tieflings. Uh, They're twin brothers. They're named Herschel and Diesel, but they like to be called Hack and Slash for some reason. They want to be really cool. And they're just kind of looking at you with these puppy dog eyes. They feel like you're their mentees to you, and they're like, all right, Brash, what are we doing? What's what's the plan? Like, what are we going to do? Okay, so, you know, I know you guys are new with this, but I, I feel like with the names of Hack and Slash, you kind of have, you have a thing going. So here's what we're going to do. I have this really shitty sword in my hand uh, and I am going to I'm going to hold on to it and I'm going to say watch this and I'm going to cast distort value and so it's going to uh, it's going to shift and it's going to look in it's going to turn into a beautiful gold shiny sword that has uh, an emblem of one of the uh, one of the higher level families in this town and I'm going to say okay so what you're going to do is you go up to this guy and just pretend like you don't know what, what this is worth and and you're gonna just basically gonna see how much he's gonna offer for it because this is shit <laughs> but he's gonna pay so much for it okay 
and I'll stand back. I, I'm just going to monitor the situation. You know, I'm going to I'm going to make sure this doesn't go out of hand and I'll get my 20 percent. All right, Brush. Yeah. Um, all right. We'll go do that. And then uh, we'll, we'll meet you back here. Uh, and they go to leave. As they go to leave, give me a perception. <laughs> I'm already bad at those. <laughs> Perception 16. As they go to leave, you can notice that someone who has been kind of standing near the door immediately follows them out. And it doesn't look like that they were purposely leaving on their own. It seems as if it was planned, as if they were waiting for Hack and Slash to leave. And so that guy you think is possibly going to go and try to rob your payday. Okay, I am going to, uh, I'm going to point at Hack and use a message and say, hey, uh, behind you, just just, just a heads up, just just be careful. I think we're fine, but just be careful. You'll get the message back from Hack. You got it, Brash. I'll... And then the message just cuts off. Uh, shit. Shit, shit. Okay, I'm going to carefully follow where they were and try and keep as far back as I can without drawing attention. Okay, yeah, give me stealth. Uh, nine. Good enough. <laughs> You'll go ahead um, and you'll try to follow them as quietly as you can. Not trying to be very flashy or flamboyant, just kind of, you know, just a regular person milling on the streets. And you can see that same person you uh, saw follow after Hack and Slash is on the outside of an alleyway looking in with their back turned to you. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to say, hey, uh, excuse me, excuse me, uh, friend, can you help me? He'll turn around and you can see that it is a lizard folk who smiles at you with a yellow and, like, partially spotted green toothy grin at you. And as soon as you see that, you can feel an arm just kind of land over the top of you, hand clapping your chest. And you go, well, Brash, I see that you've got a new set of foils for yourself. And you can just recognize the voice. This is Duke, a... Well, this is Marmaduke, a.k.a. Duke, the leader of the Crab Claw mob that takes over in the sailport that you're in. And you're in a bit of trouble right now because you owe him some money. Duke, hey, what's going on? I'm just, uh, just here with my friends. We are just here for a lovely night out. Uh, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. It's going great. Hey, listen, um, you know, I never got my... 40% of the last take. And I was wondering if you were going to, I don't know, pay that back before skipping town, say? <laughs> Number one, I'm not skipping town. Number two, I'm I'm just not in that business anymore. I've given it up. I I'm I'm all done with that. I'm trying I'm trying to go straight, so uh, you know, I will on a payment basis be able to pay you back. It's just not as easy as it is, right? Uh, you know what how it was. And Duke's going to nod his head as he starts leading you towards the lizard folk um, over towards that. He seems to be blocking an alleyway. And he goes, right, right. Hmm. Well, you know, those are all very good excuses, one might be able to say. Um, and he'll kind of, like, with his other hand, move the lizard folk to the side. And inside now you can see Hack and Slash are just getting the shit kicked out of them. They're bloody, bruised, broken. Again, you can see a bunch of Duke's men just having a bunch of fun. You know, it's literally seven on two right now. And Duke will just, you know, wrench you in a little bit closer. 
His breath just stinks of horrible brandy and cigar. Well, the thing is, it doesn't matter about the money anymore. What matters now is my reputation. See, you've gone too long to pay back what you owe. And now I need to set an example for the rest of the port that they can't fuck with the Duke. And you'll feel this pain, this like sharp pain on the, in your head and you have like it's a flash of white and everything's spinning around you and turn around trying to like get your balance it's really hard to figure out where everything's at at the second as all you can really see is violence you feel like you've stepped in the middle of all of it everything else and then everything just feels super heavy you drop down hit the ground still wet from the night that it rained before and everything goes black then you find yourself back here in the prison yard watching a local gang stomp out a kobold. Okay, I'm going to go up to... Is there someone just watching this? Like, he looks... I, I'm fucking percepting Like a again. guard or... Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, a guard. Yeah, there, there's a guard. There's, like, several guards around the area. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go up to one of them who's actively watching the situation and, and just be like, Hey, uh, are, are we going to do something about this? The guard will look towards it. Hmm. I mean, he's not dead. So as long as he's not dead, it doesn't matter. Okay, but you can make sure he's not going to die, right? Oh, yeah, I'll make sure he doesn't die. But I mean, Can I do an uh, inside check? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no idea if he's telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, okay, all right. And he'll walk over towards the rest of the groups in there, uh, which just coming towards the rest of the prisoners will cause them to stop and just kind of like open up and uh you can see that the kobold in there is pretty bruised and battered he'll like lift him up a bit (sighs) give a deep sigh shake him kobold responds reach into one of his packs and he'll pull out a healing potion give it to the kobold okay He's alive, at least. And then he'll just drop him to the ground. I'm happy. Yeah, great. Everyone learned the lesson. Awesome. And then the rest of the people who were beating up on the kobold are going to look towards you now. As they've realized you have been the one that just got them separated. Hi, everyone. Bresh, right here. Here to talk to you. And uh, listen, I am totally cool with this. You go and beat the shit out of whoever you want. I'm just here to make sure everyone has a good time. I know it's not even my job, but... I'm going to go now, and I'm going to walk the opposite way. Okay. Do the rest of us see this? Yes, the rest of you do see this. And you can see that as Brash turns around, four of the eight that were attacking that kobold have broken off and are now starting to follow Brash. I'm stepping in. Oh, real quick. Hey, Brash, what do you look like? Well, Brash is a tiefling, a little bit older, probably in his... 30s. He is about average height, maybe around six feet. He has a light purple skin and he has brown hair that's kind of slicked back and his horns are also look like they're slicked back part of his hair. And uh, yeah, Haven has watched this happening. She was actually going to step in on behalf of the kobold, but now that this is, she's going to walk forward like she's walking towards Brash and then just let him keep walking past her. Okay, as that happens, yes, you can see that four of them have broken off Haven. And it looks like it's two humans, a dragonborn, and a furbolg that are following them. Hmm. 
You, uh, you guys like beating up smaller creatures, huh? That's like so cool. They'll kind of turn, look to you, and uh, Dragonborn will say, What of it? It's none of your business. The best is the thing to do here is to stick to your fucking business. <laughs> and he's gonna flick your nose. Great. I punch him directly in the mouth. Okay, roll for it. Fight, 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 fight. Seems like a bunch of nerds getting into fights out here these days. I'm what huge. How dare you say that? <laughs> I meant the first guy. Ah. We don't know what you look like either. Right. That's true. Um, yeah, <laughs> Never mind. Oh, I guess Who's the, this person punching this per, the flicker? The uh, uh, yes, Haven. Uh, she is a half-elf. She's big for a half-elf. She tends more towards our human side than her elf side. She's about 5'10", 5'11", broad. She has a lot of sort of strange elven features. Her... She has, like, the high sort of, che- like, nobility cheekbones of high elves, but she has the very distinct, like, undercoloring of the drow. Like, she's almost a natural human color, but not quite right. And she just, yeah, she is fucking broad in the shoulders, and she is aware of that. Uh, yeah, so... This is just a punch. I'm go for a fucking unarmed strike. How the hell do I do that? Okay, uh... I think it should be strength plus one, uh, or whatever your strength modifier is. Yeah, I do actually have an um, strength ability. So that's a 15? Uh, yeah, 15 does hit. Great. Five damage. Okay. You punch him right in the snout, and he goes down. He wasn't ready for it. You hit him right in the snoot, and he drops. He's on the ground. He's laying on there, like, trying to push himself up by his hands. And you can see that he's really, really angry. And he goes to, like, instinctually do his breath weapon at you. Great. I kick him while he's down, right in his fucking face again. Okay. As he opens his mouth to do his breath weapon, and you can see his magic breath start to happen, you can watch as it fades out, um, as then you then kick him in the face again. Go ahead and roll for damage. Uh, It's just base, so it's five. Okay. Yeah, and he's knocked down. He's not knocked out, but he's definitely, like, in a daze. Mm. And the other three are shocked. They look at their boss down on the ground, and then they look towards you, ready to fight, but they don't want to make the first move. I just put my shoulders back and my hands up and smile. Anybody else want to do anything seeing this? or? No, the turtle and I are just standing here, watching. Yeah, it's usually best to let these things sort themselves out. <laughs> and Haven, there's going to be three attacks upon you now. Great. Let's go. First one is a 12. Hits. Second one is 15. Hits. And the third one is another 15. It hits. Damn, a 12 hits? I'm not wearing armor, dog. <laughs> what do you mean? So you'll take 11 points of damage. Uh, what do you want to do about this? <laughs> oh, well, this is all I wanted. So let's, uh, let's fucking go. I just start throwing haymakers. I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready to fight. All right, yeah. Go ahead and start. Uh, go ahead and go up to your fight. Let's see, is uh, any abilities or anything you want to try to use during this? Or nope. I'm gonna. You know what? I, what I will do is I will put my like hand up to my. You know, they punch me in the mouth. I've got blood on my teeth and stuff. I put my hand up to my face and just pop my nose back in, and I cast uh, healing hands on myself. Okay. As soon as you go to cast healing hands, it doesn't work. 
You can feel the magic tingle in your fingers, but it doesn't work. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. And then I just <laughs> throw. Okay. Go ahead. Make your attack. Which one are you attacking? Uh, human? I, let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, oh uh, yeah, fuck it. Let's hit a human. Why not? Sure. Uh, that's a natural 20. Uh, you, <laughs> yeah, you, you clock him good. You go, uh, actually with the nat 20, I'm just going to say, you knock him out cold. Just straight out, hit him right in his button and he falls to the ground. Uh, the other human will go down and check on him. The Furbolg is going to go ahead and make their attack on you again. Right. Uh, and as they go to make their attack, the kobold, who they were attacking, strikes out and jumps on his head and starts attacking him from the top. So you can just see this kobold wrapped around his head and just starts mercilessly just punching him in the head several times as he's partially blinded. And now the guards are starting to come to break it up again. Great. I am going to kick the fur bulk in the nuts, though, before the guards get there. <laughs> okay, sure. Make your attack. Uh, ooh, not good. 12? 12? I'm going to say 12 hits. You know what? Go ahead and roll two dice, and I'm going to have... Uh, yeah, roll two dice, because you're hitting them in a very favorable spot. Sure. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> 11. <laughs> yeah, you kick him directly in his testicles, and he goes down hard. Just squealing in pain. He drops. Kobold drops with him. Kobold doesn't give a shit. You can see him. He's now up and he's just spitting what, what blood that's in his mouth at all of them and trying to kick him still. He looks to you, I think, at one point and you can just see the seething hate inside of him, but yet a sense of understanding of thank you and just walks off. And the guards have come up now and he's like, break it up, break it up, break it up. And they start pulling the other people away. And you can see that on the Dragonborn, his uniform has become ripped. And on his left shoulder has a number of 263. Looks like it's been branded into it. Hmm. Thanks for the help, by the way. I turn around to the satyr and the tortle. What? Nothing? Why are you looking at me? I don't know you. Oh, so you're just gonna let? Okay, sure. We're just gonna let people beat the shit out of other people for no reason. We're just we're just cool with that. Everyone's fine with that. I'm sorry. Did you want the fight? I'll fight you. You you started the fight. What the hell do you want me to do about it? <laughs> All right. I I've, I've got my measure of these people now, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna go sit down. No, you know what? I'm gonna go lift weights. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> go ahead and go lift some weights then. If, if there's nothing else anybody wants to do, you all spend a good three hours of wreck time out in the yard. Uh, I'm going to go over to, I don't know anyone's name yet. <laughs> Let me write this down. What's your name? Haven. Haven. And I don't know the other two's names yet. Oh, hi. I haven't said it. I'm Shelly. You can say that. Yeah. It's Giddy. The Giddy Canther. Right, Who are right. you? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not talking to you two. I'm going over to <laughs> Haven. I'm going over to Haven. Yeah, uh, fuck you, Klaus. That's okay. Literally... I'll that was a sidebar. Yeah, we're, we're, we're having our own conversation. Yeah. Unrelated. Anyway, did you see that kick to the nuts? That was really cool. Oh. Okay, that conversation's over. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going over to Haven. Hey, uh, thanks. I probably could handle that myself, you know, but uh, I appreciate the help. It's, it's nice. Uh, I'm Brash. Brash Playmaker. Um, do you know why you're here? No. I'm Haven, by the way. Haven, Haven yes. Hawkins. Haven Hawkins. Excellent. Brash. That's, that's me. 
I just don't like bullies very much. That's all. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. No, they're the I'm sorry to get in your way. I didn't mean to. You know, I think I kind of made it worse, but that's uh, fine. Anyway, I'm, I'm wondering why am I here? Uh, honestly, I, could, I don't know why any of us are here. I'm getting the feeling that that's sort of a general malaise amongst the amongst the group here. You know, it's not that bad. Uh, I've I've been in worse places. It's just uh, it's not usual. I I'm uh, transported to another area without eventually sobering up. Can't help you. All right. Well, thanks. Yeah. And as you go to leave, Brash, you can see that you are being eyeballed uh, by what looks like to be a very wizened human. Just kind of propped up against the wall, smoking a pipe. Uh, excuse me, friend. Hey. Yes. Hey, uh, do you live here? Um, well, we're... That's just some jail time humor. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, cute. Funny. Yeah. I couldn't help but overhear you talking there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I'm curious. Uh, do you have, did you hear any of it? I'm just, I'm just wondering what I did to get here. Oh, well, it's nothing that you did personally. It's just something what you'll do in the future. That's why you're here. Okay, can I stop that, maybe? <laughs> Son, if we all could be able to do that, none of us would be here now, would we? That's true. Hey, what's it going to take for you to help me get out of here? Uh-huh. You've only been here a short while, and you're already trying to make plans to get out of here. Well, after watching you and the elf stand up for my friend Zexus over there, I feel like we could possibly work together. I, I can do it. I, I, I know how to do things, so I'll make it happen. You just you just give me that plan. You want out too? I, I, we could get you out. No problem. Wonderful. I've been trying to plan my escape for the last two years. For some reason, they haven't called me up yet. That's a really weird question. Called you up? Yeah, you'll see soon enough. But I will say this. Very few have ever escaped the prison no-name. No-name? Yeah, that's what we all call it here. No-name. Okay, well, you. Wh what do you need me to do? I can make this happen. Like I said, I know people. I don't know people yet, but I will know people. Let's discuss it later. During dinner time. I'll find you. All right. And he'll walk off. Hey, what's your name? He doesn't answer. Crap. Haven, you go ahead and you just work out during this time? Yeah, I'm keeping an eye. I'm not letting any... I mean, if fights are happening between two similarly sized people, that's none of my business. But if they're, you know, beating the shit out of someone smaller, I'm going to step in. Sure. Um, since you decide to work out for this time, for the rest of the day... I'll say for the, like, the next day or two, you have advantage on strength. Oh, hell yeah. By the time rec time is over, you're all escorted back to your cells, where doors are shut and everything goes quiet again. And then a little while later, eventually, again, doors are open, and you are all released to go to the lunch hall finally. And this is your first meal that any of you have had in three days. Why did they wait so long to feed us? I mean, I was fine. I was eating the moss off of the floor and the walls, but it, it gets a little tiring, and then, like, the dirt flavor is not as good as, like, 
natural dirt. This is like grime that's been sitting here for a while. It's kind of like like dead skin cells and like the oils from your hands and stuff. It's not like real dirt. I, you know, the grime and stuff. It's like when when uh, you know how milk turns into cheese. It's like a it's like a fermented dirt. So it's like a, a lot, it's not very palatable. It's a it's an acquired taste. Well, I did acquire it. It was like very reachable. I don't really know what that means. <laughs> you can just hear Snickers along the line, going like weirdos. Did you not eat the moss? <laughs> You're lost. You're all marched in the dining area. You all get a set of trays, and you're given some somewhat stale bread, goblet of water, and some kind of meat. You have no idea what it is. It's tough. Uh, and a little bit of greens. It looks like just clippings, I think, from the yard. Hey, I tell you what, pro tip. Take this bread back to your cell, rub it in the grime, and let it sit, and you'll grow yourself some mushrooms. Thank you very much. I just, I, st- I stuff the bread down my pants. Might grow some mushrooms in there too. But I already put some moss in there for to like keep for snacks. Sure. Alright. Um do y'all want to try to sit at the same table or do you want to sit at separate tables? Well I'm already sitting with Shelly here. Shelly and I are best friends already. <laughs> okay. Shelly just told me how to grow mushrooms. That's true, yeah. Well, just, you gotta look you look out for some people when you're in here by yourself. You're not by yourself. There's so many people here. There's me and there's um, the the big girl, Haven. Do you see how big she is? She can beat up anybody in the whole world, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and then there's there's Brash. He's kind of thin, so I don't know that he can beat up people. But, uh, or that, I don't know. I don't know them. I am right here. I, <laughs> I, I fully recognize that I've made some enemies by starting fights in the yard. So I'm going to stay close to these two because I know that they're probably not going to shiv me. So I am sticking close to these two. Are they handing out shivs? I didn't get a shiv. What's a shiv? Wait, I already know what a shiv is. That was a dumb question. Somebody pulled one out on me already. <laughs> Are you... I am. Yeah, that's not surprising, actually, now that I think about it. Anyway, hi. Hello. Did you want to know how to grow mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> not in the slightest. Thank you. You sure? Yeah. I'm I listen, I cannot eat the moss here. I'm not that's not a thing I'm gonna do. So So you're just going to go hungry on the days that they don't feed you? Also I don't know what this meat is, so maybe it's made out of mushrooms. You know, you can make a mushroom steak. No, I don't have anything personally against mushrooms per se. It's the it's the it's the prisoner mushrooms. That's <laughs> Not going to do. What do you call? What do you call toilet wine? What is that called? Toilet wine. T- toilet wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Brash? What are you gonna say? Uh, first, I'm going to uh, just look for a, a big dude who's kind of sitting by themselves. Um. Okay. Yeah. You do find one big dude. Looks like it's actually Goliath. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm going to come up to him with my food tray and I'm going to say, Hey, uh, listen, I don't know you, but I know we're all super hungry here. So, uh, are you willing to make a deal for this beautiful mystery meat I have here? Go just grab the meat off your plate and start chewing on it and go, 
depends on the deal. Ah, it's nothing big. It's just at some point, I'm just going to need a big distraction. Just real loud, get the guard's attention. And uh, you know what? I'll throw in three days from now, my next mystery meet. How about that? Okay. That's it? Great. Hey, yeah. you know what? I'm going to throw in this weird bread, too. Here, have this weird bread. Oh, it goes really great with the meat. Hey, thanks. Now, I'm just I'm just going to give you a sign. Whenever I motion to you, you do it. I know you're going to love making a scene. It's going to be a lot of fun here. What's the sign? Uh, I'm just going to give a little wave to you. Just a little like that. That's it. So just wave at me? Yeah, just give a little wave to you. Might be today, might be tomorrow, but uh, it's going to happen soon, okay? Okay. You're pretty cool. Thank you. And then I'm going to find that uh, old guy if I can see him. Um, you don't see the old guy, unfortunately. Okay, then in that case, I'm just going to come back over to Haven, um, since that's the only person I know is not going to beat the shit out of me in this in this place. Hey, we meet again. Hi. Hi. Uh, I'm Brash. Hey, is that nerd that was starting fights yesterday? Well, I... W- I saw you give away your bread. You can grow mushrooms on that. I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. Hi, uh, Brash. How's it going? It's good. Giddy cancer. Yeah. Giddy. Hey. Uh, so, how would y'all... Do you trust these people, Haven? What do you mean, these people? Um, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> I've heard somebody say that. Tr- tr- trust, trust is a strong term. Um, they're probably not going to stab us in the neck. If that's, that's basically all I need. Hey, who wants to leave here? Well, they don't... They don't let us go outside very often. That's true, and you like the outside. And nobody talks to me. It is just you guys, and I don't... My cell is not very close to you. Um, I need, like... So, yeah, getting out of here would be cool. I need, like, 6,000 calories a day, and this is not cutting it for me. Great. So, need sunlight, need more (laughs) calories to bulk up. I was gonna say, you've been working out for two days straight. You think you'd be hungry. Me? Yeah. yeah. No, the other person has been working out for two days straight. Of course you. Well, what else am I going to do? <laughs> it's boring. Grow mushrooms. By the way, hey, Tortle. What the fuck do you look like? Okay, now. <laughs> Can't just go call people Tortle. Um, I, I also hi, Brash. I'm Shelly. Hey, Shelly. Um, uh, yeah, so Shelly is a big turtle person. <laughs> um, and so... <clears throat> Um, Shelly's like 5'8", um, not too, like, I mean, pretty basically looks just like a, like a, maybe colored like a tortoise, so more like of a olive green and browns than like a turtle turtle. And everything is kind of uniformly that color, except, um, Shelly's got like bright blue eyes and, uh, Shelly's beak is kind of, has like a little iridescent-y shine to it. By the way, do the pants, like, go over the shell as well, or do they go no. under They go under the shell? On the legs part. So they're like leggings? Or like leg warmers? They're pants. <laughs> How do they get in your shell? Is, yeah, but you're... My legs are... But your, ju- my, your junk, your, my hip, legs are your all, hip's in the shell, right? Yeah. Your yeah. butt Is your butt... Your butt's they, in the uh, shell. They go all the That's, way up still. So y'all they go over, in your shell. Y'all are overthinking okay. that. All right, you're right, you're right. Okay, okay. if there's legs, and you put pants on. <laughs> I had to cut a hole in the back so my tail could come through. Yeah, he's got, like, right. like the children, like, the ones that snap. Like, the pants come up and they snap because they have to That's get into the is. shell. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, also, should clarify, my pronouns are they, them. Oh! Now, a lot of people have been saying fishman, a lot of people are saying he, they. My pronouns are also they, them. Look at us. Also, hi, I'm Shelly. Uh, I would yeah, leave. Yeah, you said that already. I would leave, but I do not mind it here so much because it is dark and wet and dank. Well, and I, you'll hear the sound of silverware crash. And both sides of the table will feel the weight on their seats kind of drop as it's kind of set up as one of those bench kind of deals. Hmm. As the old man and the kobold that you saw get beat up have now sat with you all. Kobold giving you all an extremely dirty look. And the old man has now sit down. Well, old lolly, looks like you made a couple more friends since the last time I talked to you. Oh, this is great timing. I never talked to you in my life, old man. <laughs> I slap Shelly. <laughs> what the hell is that for? You don't know who this person is. What are your problems? <laughs> oh, uh, he died. Great, thank you very much. Okay, I take my slap back a little bit. <laughs> only, only half of them. A little bit. Well, looks like we have a quorum here. Uh, I guess we should introduce ourselves. This is my friend, Zaxus. And Zexus the Kobold will give you all a nod and he'll spit. Not on anybody in particular, but just like on the ground. Good lord. The old man will then say, he only does that if he likes somebody. And it looks like he likes y'all. As for me, you can call me by my given name, Beelzebub. Or just Bub for short. Hmm. That's a very strange name that I had not heard before. It's very... There's a lot of syllables. And that's why you can just call me Bob. So, who's ready to try to break out of this place? next week's episode. Well, the interesting thing about being a no-name is that it's hard to tell what time it actually is. So we're from different places, how? Like, different worlds? And this giant tuna, look at him, look at him. He came over the railing and he flopped right in front of me. And Shelly, you know, used to be used to be part of the Gertitra Guards. So for the next two days, Haven, you are locked in a completely pitch black room. There is not any light from any source whatsoever. You're in a, you're in like the size of a closet. You can't even lie down. Party fish media. 
Party Fish Media acknowledges that it operates and records on indigenous Duwamish and Puget Sound Coast Salish land that is still home to the Duwamish tribe. This land is stolen in violation of the Point Elliot Treaty of 1855. We are committed to uplifting the name of these lands and community members from these nations who reside alongside us. For more information on this land, its people, or ways you can help, visit duwamishtribe.org or realrentduwamish.org.